Cats got robbed. Cats got robbed. Literally. I'm, I'm uh, dealing with it much better than I thought I would. Yeah, this morning, um, I noticed this is going to be funny, Robin. You're and this. You're really going to like this part. <laughs> uh, la- I'm not going to like any of it, pal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Last night, um, my my bicycle was stolen. But uh, the way it happened. Wait, say was that again. A, my bicycle was stolen. Um, I left my uh, gate open. So I usually take my trash cans out Sunday night and I bring them in um, Monday morning. And so I do it through my big driveway gate and I have to like remember to open and close the driveway. So when I opened it, took the trash cans out and I walked back in the house where my clicker is and uh, just forgot we were making dinner and I, had, I was all over the place. And, and I've done this before, but I've I've never experienced uh, a theft in the process of it. So this morning I look out and I see. You know those uh, frisbees that we've we've been using when we go to the beach, yeah, Rob. Yeah, aerobies. Aerobies. Uh, we've had two. Me and Rob have these aerobie frisbees that we like to take to the beach whenever we want to just like go on our little dates. And um, we've had two of them, and they were hanging on the handlebar of of my bike. And so I I, I noticed that those two aerobies were just on the ground. And in my head, I'm like, Well, oh, you those didn't are... steal those. <laughs> wow. And I and I and I was like, Oh no, those aren't where those are supposed to be. Oh, I bet my bike is stolen. I go over there. Sure enough, bike is stolen. And it's it, it's an extra bike. It's actually my brother's bike that he hasn't oh, ridden in like five years or whatever. And it, it must usually... have been a relief to know if what def- I wasn't the person who stole it. Absolutely. I would, have, I would have taken the aerobies. You would have taken right. the, the, the aerobies the are actually giveaway. more valuable. Um, my bikes are in my garage where it's all locked up, but but the, this bike was just on the side because I was like moving something or whatever. So I go to check the footage, and sure enough, I'll, I'll throw, uh, I'll, I'll I'll give uh, Gabby the photo to throw up. There's just a guy who like walks by, uh, or he rides by. He's on a bike, on and he's on another bike. He already has a bike. Already has a bike. What he kind of like looks around, and then he does that very sheepish, like you know, like just making sure I don't come out of my house. And then he goes and just grabs a bike. As he's leaving my driveway, he takes the two aerobies off and just (laughs) throws them down on the ground. And uh, I was like, good for him. You know, like you you missed out with the aerobies, but nice and nice enough guy to only take what he wanted. Uh, The the tires were flat, but somehow he still rode rode off with them. I want to know what he did with the other bike. The other bike. I was like, oh, I come on, Jamie, you never been in the hood. You never see how they, when a guy's riding a bike and he's holding one next <laughs> that's to him. Right. That's what I thought had happened. But when I was backing out uh, to go to work, I look out and on the street is another bike just sitting there like like, like his bike. He so just he liked yours better. He, he just did a, tra- trade. He trade. He just did did a trade. Did you trade that bike? No, I didn't trade. I'm sure somebody else uh, it would have been a <laughs> would have been gone. I'm sure right after I left. But. Yeah, that's my story. Uh, my com- completely my fault. You know, that's what I get for expecting my fellow man to uh, just uh, you know keep my stuff where it is and and uh, not walk onto my property given the opportunity. So there you go. You know what you got to do? You got to put one of those nets down, and then you put the bike on top of that, and then the, it's one of those nets where when he grabs the bike and whoop, yeah. snatches him up, and he's hanging from the tree. Yeah, and that's then you right. Can do whatever you please with him. Anything I want, I could do to him. So what? Tell what were your feelings when you saw? Was there any anger? No. Here's the best part of this whole thing was 
there w- there was a version of me where I would have like printed out his picture, uh, gone around, uh, p- put it on posts, uh, maybe like s- like s- sat and like scoped out all the people and like put a camera out and see who was like riding by. And I would have like probably been very upset um, and felt like this thing that was mine is it was taken from me. I had none of that. A big part of it was like I never used that bike. No, it's it's a it's not a very expensive bike. If if that guy needs it that bad and he needed to take it, then go ahead. You know, it's fine. He didn't need it. He already had one. He already had a bike. He maybe he just liked this one because it had like red rims on it. Stop uh, defending this asshole. I have well, no. Well, he kind of looks like his brother, so maybe throw that's up, what throw up the picture again, <laughs> Gabby. <laughs> yeah, there was. You know, part of me is like, well, now I don't have to like find a home for that thing because like in my garage, I only have two little hangy things for the bikes and not three. And so uh, such a glass half full guy you are. I can't I can't spend any energy. And you guys can tell me if you've gotten this way as you've gotten older, but I can't affect certain things. Right. And why would I spend any extra calories and energy like worrying about these things? ruining my day where I had to go to work. I had to go like be on camera. Like, why would I carry that and bring that with me when it would make absolutely no difference? Uh, and so, yeah, I, I'm very pleased with how I received this information this morning. I'm, I'm, imp- I am proud of you. Yeah. It's, it's a bit of a perfect storm too, for where like, it was something you didn't want and it was partially your fault. Like, yeah, you know, it so is. it's like, Oh, like, uh, uh, yeah. So yeah, I, I, I see. Since um, you did the uh, when you when you gave me all your clothes to give away to the veterans, yeah, um, they they left a bag. So they were they they leave you a little note, which I didn't tell you. They say like, "Hey, thanks for donating these to the veterans." You're um, welcome. And and here's a uh, they give you like a big yellow bag in case you want to do another one and the, and their phone number. So I've been going through like all my drawers and stuff and like trying to find shirts. I have a lot of clothes I'm going to be donating. But I've been in this sort of like, if I don't need it and use it every day, uh, maybe I should think about letting it go. And so the bike just happens to fall in that same basket. I don't need it. I don't use it every day. Somebody else could probably get a lot more mileage out of it, literally get some mileage out of it that I won't. I'm just kind of like advanced. I'm, I'm like an evolved version of you, <laughs> regular humans. You're so evolved. Thank you. So I was going to donate my stuff to like abuse this, that, but then I knew Cassim was doing it. And for him to, you know, put the stuff outside in this, I wanted to make it something he would enjoy. Yeah. So I did like Vietnam vets because, you know, he hates Asians. So right. I just thought, I thought that would be the best way to go. And he was, yeah. he was stoked on it. And now he's giving them even more. See? Yeah. When they came and picked up the bags, it was just a like a nod, like a knowing nod we gave to each other. Yeah. Keep up the good fight. Yeah, what, more work to part do. Part two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there it is. Somehow we'll make it racist. Yeah, no, I, that's why I love you. How was the wedding? Yeah, uh, talk, how did the speech go? Fantastic. Super. Awesome. You can give uh, me details. Set the scene. How'd it go? Where, where you know, how'd your speech end up? So the uh, the night before was the rehearsal dinner. And it was at like 5.30 and 20 people were meeting over there on the golf course. And we had to like go over. Everyone stands here. Everyone's at it's 5.30 or whatever. All of a sudden at 4.30, like skies got black. It was uh, like ba-bang, ba-bang, like torrential downpour. The, the hotels where everyone was staying was flooded. Like, Was uh, it outdoor, you said? Or yeah, was yeah, it? yeah. So they had oh to move. Gosh. 
where we were going to eat to a new location. They had to cancel the rehearsal. Everybody ate, which turned out nice. And then they were like, all right, like the buses are coming and we're going to the welcoming party. So the first bus showed up, which was just like a 16 passenger thing, maybe, or like 12 and took like a bunch of people and Rex and like the, the bride and the groom stayed back with like, you know, they were like, uh, 20 or 25 people. And then the big bus was coming and like, they're waiting, waiting. And then they all, they called like the bus driver and like, where are you? And the guy was like, hello, like sleeping. And he was like, I'm not working tonight. And they were like, excuse me. And like, the guy was like, yeah, I'm, I'm not booked to work tonight. And like, what they think was that because of the storm, like the guy was just like, yeah, fuck it. Like this, this is such a small town. It's like, he's probably the only bus driver in town. Right. So he's like, I'll get another job another night. Like, <laughs> so he just didn't show up. They started freaking out. Like, oh. we couldn't get to the venue. By the time they got to the venue, it was almost over. Like, but then like, luckily the next day was the wedding and it was like a 10 out of 10 in every way. Like just. It always happened. happens. There's always like something that goes wrong. You know, my first wedding, there was like a hundred things that went wrong. It should have been my sign. Yeah, right. In, not yeah. including the marriage. I know the <laughs> yeah. first thing. <laughs> but I'm glad to hear. I'm, I'm even though I'm sure that night was like a little stressful for them, like that it all turned out great. It always yeah. does. And it was, uh, and then like you know, so we 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 go over to the house uh, first. Everybody gets ready, and they're like, "Oh, they want like the photographer wants me to like put his cufflinks on and put his, his bow tie on and this." And then we, I watch his dad like put put his jacket on him. Yeah. Everybody's getting ready, and you go, and they had like us walking out of this like uh, patch of like tall grass and trees into like a parking lot, and they were doing like drone shots. Of us, like, oh. for the video, and then they did, like, um, the first look with the two of them where, like, they see each other. I thought that was supposed to be, like, her walking down the aisle. Yeah. But I guess that's not that's, the thing anymore. Sometimes they do pictures before. I yeah, did that so, with Cutter. Yeah, because they don't want you to get all messed up from the the ceremony. Like, you want and your also, makeup to you be want, on point. Yeah, but more, too, like, for me, I didn't want to take pictures while, like, my party was happening. Like, I wanted to be oh, at yeah. my party. So totally. I was like, let's just do this before for an hour and then hang. Yeah, they did the um, – so they, you know, everybody, we meet there. Everybody does the walk. They did their vows, which was like their cousin married them. So it was very like personal mm-hmm. and sweet. And, uh, you know, they were like busting up there and reading the vows and like everything was just beautiful. Walk out. Party like and what they did busting up as in like laughing or crying. No, just I mean everything. Yeah, yeah, all the emotions. But I meant crying. Yeah. But the um the really cool thing they did was so you show up at the party. They don't announce the wedding party. They just go for the first time as a couple. You know, they come in. They go okay, father and or the the first the couple dance, father and daughter dance, mother and son dance, maid of honor speech, best man speech. Now everyone dance for five hours. That's smart. Yeah, there was no like, okay, there wasn't even like, sit down, your dinner's here. Like, it was just like, yeah, if you want to go, like, go. But every, like, they got CO2 guns and they were like spraying the, the crowd. And like, it was, it was wild. They were I... they spray, like, spraying the crowd with what? CO2. CO2. Like, they had these like giant cannons. Like, oh, each oh like, they uh, were spraying air, like smoke, like, you know, fog. Oh, I've never seen that before. Yeah, me either. And they were just like, like everyone on the dance floor. So it was like almost every- like a fire hydrant without the shit on, all over you. 
You just yeah. get the white sort of like uh, smoky cloud thing. Yeah, it's like that stuff that comes out at a club when it's like, you know, it's yeah. a and you're just like, oh, this is nice and cool and it's blazing hot in here and this. But it was just, yeah, it was magical. Everything was just incredible. Awesome. And now we're at a house for a week and they have no, like – they have, have, were making like 50 decisions a day, and now they're just like, they get to chill. That's great. Last night, they made a, a fire on the beach, and we sat there until like one in the morning, just like talking and laughing and listening to music. And it was wow. un- but the yeah. barn fire. The barn the fire. fire. It's actually a bone fire from the. Uh, right. Oh, yeah. is it? Oh, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Woo! Now a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. Uh, those of you that listen to this pod know that we are big advocates of talk therapy. Uh, years I spent trying to find myself a therapist, and I found one. But guess what? It took uh, like it was like a game of telephone. I had to call somebody who I thought maybe had a therapist, and then it was like up to chance whether or not that therapist was good or was the right fit for me. Um, it's the number one thing keeping people from getting the help that they need, which is access. So with BetterHelp.com, you download an app, you uh, put in your information, what you're looking for, what you need help with, and within 48 hours, you're matched with a licensed therapist that you have access to all week. You make appointments weekly. You can message them all week, and they'd get back to you whenever they can. And then it's also a fraction of the cost of what I was paying for traditional talk therapy. Um, it's, it takes all the guesswork out of trying to find someone. If you want to get uh, uh, find a different doctor, find doctors that specialize in certain areas, this is the app to do it with. When you want to be a better problem solver, therapy can get you there. Visit betterhelp.com slash pajama and get 10% off your first month. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P dot com slash pajama. Hey guys, a uh, quick word before we get back to the pod. Let's talk about Shopify. Shopify gives entrepreneurs the resources once reserved for big businesses. So Upstart startups and established businesses alike can sell everywhere, synchronize online and in-person sales effortlessly, stay informed. Scaling your business is a journey of endless possibility. Um, Jamie used Shopify for her Mama Said podcast. It was a great way for her to connect with her customers, for them to uh, uh, buy the Mama Said merch, and also for her to get um, sort of like information about her viewers, uh, analytics, you can also um, integrate your socials like uh, TikTok, Pinterest, Facebook. Um, being able to reach your customers via social media is very important in 2022. So why not let Shopify help you do it? Uh, it's more than a store. Shopify grows with you. This is Possibility powered by Shopify. Shopify powers millions of businesses from first sale to full sale. Go to shopify.com pajama, all lowercase, for a free 14-day trial and get full access to Shopify's entire suite of features. Grow your business with Shopify today. Go to shopify.com pajama right now. That is shopify.com pajama. Uh, well, I know you don't like to toot your own horn, um, and you'll be the last one to sing your own praises. But how, <laughs> what, what exactly went? Had your best man speech go? It went very well. I, you know, like I was, I was focused on like their stuff and making sure that like they had everything they needed and they were all right. That mm-hmm. like, and then like you know, seeing him dance with his mom was like, uh, uh, like you know, I was like, mm-hmm. like in the middle of the dance, like she saw me and like pointed at me and like was like <laughs> crying and he's. Uh. Just it was rough. So like I'm just focusing on that. I wasn't even thinking about like the speeches. 
And then they came over with the cameras and like they put the mic on me and I was still fine. Like I was like, I wasn't even really thinking about it. And then as soon as the maid of honor started her speech, it was like, like, I just, I don't remember words she said. I don't remember anything. And all of a sudden I was like, oh shit. Like what? In my head, I was like, I don't remember what I was going to say. Like I, and I had a piece of paper with like bullet points, but I was like, I don't want to read. I want to talk. And and then I was like, I don't want to look at Rex because I'll get emotional. So like I picked a part at the table and luckily like I said everything I wanted to got it all out. The crowd reactions were like just how I wanted the little improv in there. The, the emotional parts hit the funny parts hit. He was happy. She was happy. Uh, and like all the guys came up to me after the speech and they were like, that was the best speech. Best, best man speech. And all the women were like, my boyfriend said your speech was the best ever because it was, it was like two minutes, you know, it was like, yeah. oh. I really, I was like, I didn't want it to be some long thing oh, because it's 200 people. And yeah. when you're five minutes in, you start to hear like talking and forks hitting the plate and you're losing people. And I wanted to make sure like, yeah, and, and it went, it went perfectly. I didn't, I didn't look at the paper. It was just, it was good. Good for you. Awesome. Glad it went well. When you're at a wedding like that. I had bad the... speeches at mine. Oh, did Sorry. you? Oh, yeah. Really? Who was Wait, the best? Who was the best man uh, for Cutter? His brother? No. Yeah, his older brother spoke, Gavin? and my brother spoke. My yeah. brother's speech was just not great, but it was fine. But it wasn't great. It was about me. Like it wasn't as much about Cutter. My dad's speech was all about me. Well, you're the other girl. <laughs> Cutter's brother, you couldn't hear him. It was like he got nervous. Gavin was like, <laughs> and we were My like, father did that. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. then my best friend at the time, you couldn't, I couldn't, it was not, she just didn't speak well. So it just wasn't like a shining moment for her. You almost have to give the speech to somebody that's also like good at giving a speech. I don't know. Well, that, but, but that could be totally different than who Cutter. We're like, people are going to think we have terrible friendships. <laughs> yeah. Kasim did great at his brother's wedding. I mean, of course he did. His brother lucked out. You know, he's got a performer as a brother. Exactly. Well, look, I, I, I would have had you guys speak at our wedding. If had, we all been doing this podcast then. No, we do it when you're and I, you and Kasim would have killed it. <laughs> If you're in a room full of just all your friends, you know, it it's it's like when uh, I used to do uh, like stand up and I invited all my friends to come to the show, sure. you know, even if the performance was whatever, everyone's like energy and like, yes. you know, that that just makes it feel like it's a good show. Of course. Uh, so it's it's hard to miss, you know, it's hard to miss at your home club. Is there any party, Rob, that when you're at a, a wedding like that, do you see yourself in any way, shape, or form having one of those for yourself one day? Mm. Uh, no, it wouldn't be like that. It wouldn't be like 200 people. This and like but if a I wedding. Ever, if I ever got married and had a wedding, I see myself more of like a 60 people, this kind of thing. Like I don't want the like, oh, by the time I said goodnight to the hello to the first person, it was time to say goodnight. Like get the fuck out. I don't like – you know, and, and Rex had people who, like, didn't show up or whatever, and he was like, you know, in my head, like, I'm happy that person didn't show up anyway. Sure. Because, like, all the people who matter, try, I wouldn't have anyone like that. Like, there would be no one I invited where it was like, you know, I'm, I'm happy they didn't show. Like, it would be, like, 
you guys, you know, like Rex, his wife, and maybe like I would invite maybe Perino, Yuri, Perino, Yuri, yeah. yeah. Maybe 20, you know. Perry Caravello. Yeah, uh, Perry. Philip uh, from Long <laughs> Island. I'm Kenny. Kenny. <laughs> Kenny. Kenny Caravello. Where would you have it? Where, where do you think you'd like to get married if, you, if that ever like, fucking happened? One thing I like is at a wedding is when you're all at the same place because you don't have to yes. do all the hellos at the wedding. You know, right. like it's destinations uh, are fun. I haven't seen you. How have you been? Like the small talk. It's like if you're yeah. all together Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and you all see each other Friday, you see each other around the hotel, on the beach. How are you? Then at the wedding, yeah. you could really just relax yeah. and have a good time. My brother's my brother's wedding was like that. Everyone was staying in the same place in Palm Springs, and you would just see him. And and if you didn't get a chance to like talk to somebody at the wedding, it was okay because you either saw him the day before or you see him the next day. It's really it's a great idea. What, what location, if you had to pick like a place? I mean, I like a beach, but if my yeah. wife was okay with it and I was going to get married, I'd also be okay with like the courthouse thing. You know what I, I mean? That would be fun. Yeah, like go to the courthouse, go out to eat after, laugh. And this, because it's like, I don't want to have, like, you know, I've had things where even like when, when we did the Super Bowl commercial, I had friends who hit me up like after and were like, oh, you, you can't. You, you couldn't tell me like that you and I'm like, right. oh, like no, yeah. I couldn't. <laughs> By the way, those are not like Legally, my. Best, I couldn't. Those are not my best friends. Those are like sideline people. Where yeah, you're yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Why do you still have my number again? Like, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, this is why. Like, you know, like yeah. you're not happy for me. You're you're thinking like you saw that commercial and thought about yourself. Yeah. So right. it's like, well, yeah. Lame. So it's like I'm sorry after I did that, I didn't think about you. So I. uh you know, I wouldn't have to go through that thing of like seeing people in that awkward thing of like, oh, I heard you got married. And then there's the thing of like, if you've gone to someone's wedding, you have to invite them to your wedding. It feels like mm -hmm. to me. Mm -hmm. And I've been to a bunch of weddings and I have to invite people. And I'm just like, and also like, I don't feel comfortable making people travel. Like maybe like two, but even like Jamie, even like Kasim, I'd feel all right. <laughs> even you, Jamie, of being like, hey, I want you and Cutter to get on a plane. Yeah, but that would be like a fun thing for us to do. Yeah, no, I get like it, but, you know, like, me and you are the same, where, like, we plan stuff like that, and then, like, that Thursday comes, and you're like, oh, like, yeah. you know, yeah. and I know that, I know, I know how it, you know, like, I love Rex, so, like, family, like, it's, you know, one thing I realize is why me and him are best friends, like, from, part of it, from my end, is when I have that thing, when I'm talking about something or explaining something, and I start to get, like, aggressive or, like, amped up, like, I know there's a lot of people who I know who, like, start to like back away or like, or like, uh Oh, Rob's getting this way. Rex just laughs in my face. Like he starts laughing and then I realize what I'm doing, which just yeah. makes me laugh and calm down. And it just, nothing ever gets to like any you sort guys of have such history together. It's just like, yeah. Yeah. And he just like the amount that he like laughs when I'm not saying something funny. Cause I just know I'm like, Oh, I must be amped up right now. Like, you know, like I must be talking about something like passionately and he's just, that's a good friend. Yeah, we had, you know, uh, this is something I wanted to bring up on the pod too, like, but I don't know if it's like a sore spot for Kasim, but like, I was, I had a moment last night where I was just like, so grateful that I can smoke weed, like, where I was like, wow, I'm, I'm sitting on the beat, like, I hadn't smoked weed in a while. And I just like, I don't like the way it makes me feel the next day. So I'm like, I just don't want to smoke weed anymore, you know? And I did a five mile run yesterday. And like, you could see, 
I got so look look at my toe. Look at this. Oh, oh no. Is that a blister? It's blood blister. Oh. So I did I didn't work out for like five days because it was like so intense here. And I went on the beach. I did a five-mile run barefoot. And I guess you're not supposed to do that because they're like, oh, it's like shredded up rock and glass. So they're like, yeah. So I have a blood blister on my toe. I hurt my ankle. Like, uh, <laughs> shit is a mess. So at the end of the night, like, I'm walking down the stairs to the beach. I'm like, ow, my fucking, like, leg hurts. And we're sitting on the beach. And uh, there was, like, a fire. And, like, everyone's drinking. And we're listening to music. And, like, somebody passed around a joint. And I was just like, yeah, like – Took two hits off a joint and like I'm laughing hysterically with Rex. I'm looking up at the stars, like I'm hearing the ocean and like the fire, and I'm like, oh my god, like I'm just so, like I'm always like thinking about things that I'm grateful for, like. But I was just sitting there and I was like, God, I'm like even at the wedding, I was like, I'm so grateful to be here for this day for him, and then, but like to be able to just sit there and and like enjoy this moment and not have to, not feel that pressure of like. Oh my God. I like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm just, I, I know there's different types of like addicts and maybe, I, maybe this will age bad in two years from now, who knows where I am or this is a bad decision or what, but I just feel like I, I don't know if it's because of like tools I've learned or where I am in my life or whatever, but like, I feel no pressure in any sort of like addiction. Like, I know I couldn't have 12 beers right now. Like, I know that would be a very dangerous thing. So like, I know I feel where some limits are. Like I wouldn't take a painkiller right now in this, but like, I don't know. Like I, I could take two hits off a joint. And then today, like before I would wake up and be like, man, I want to get high. But I'm like, yeah. I don't want to be high during the day. Like I don't even want to get high tonight. Like I just, I, I love like being healthy and working out and feeling not like, like, and just sitting around. But the, the fact that I have it as an option yeah. Whether it's once a month or once every two months or whenever I feel like it, it's just nice. Like, and again, I, I don't, I don't know if this is like weird to say in front of you, Cass. No, or no, why would it be weird to say in front of me? I, I know that you occasionally will smoke on a joint. I think the the thing is with weed and being in like in a program, like the program has no opinion on weed, right? There's People have all kinds of different thoughts and ideas of how what sobriety means to them. And it and it just comes to what it means to that person. It's I know plenty of people that do not drink but smoke weed. I know uh like you uh and my brother, you guys seem to be able to do it and it doesn't ever escalate and like it you you're not like planning uh when the next time you're gonna do it is and you're like getting all you know, getting all obsessive over it. Um, and I know people that smoke weed, but don't drink that probably shouldn't be smoking weed. I mean, but it's like everyone's different. Do you know what I mean? And so like, I love hearing that you, you had that moment, you know what I mean? It's, it's like, I've, I've known you, I don't know. Uh, mostly Eight, I think nine. since you, yeah. And you've been sober the whole time and you've smoked weed and I've, I've never felt like I've watched you smoke weed and be like, "Uh oh, this is a slippery slope." Everyone, <laughs> me on the me on the other hand, <laughs> me on the other hand's a different story. Everyone's different with it, and uh, I know if I do it, I it's a matter of time before I just start like getting back into the the habits because I I, I don't have the ability to like moderate in that way, yeah. you know. And that's yeah. I am I am envious of you in that way, but I'm also like I also Pat, know that's the breaks. 
Yeah. Uh, power to you, dude. Get stoned on that beach, man. Enjoy it. That's what I just meant about like saying like, oh, I'm so grateful for like that. I could like that part being weird. Not just saying that like I smoke. No, no. Be no, gra- no, no, dude, no, no. be grateful in, in the be, you being able to like enjoy the moment that you're in is like ultimately what we're all trying to do is to be present in the moment. And just you're just you just had a moment like that that you were able to yeah. be present. And that's that's amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And even like even more so, I think the the moments was like was like today, like where I realized like, wow, that was just so like nice, like because it was today when I was like, oh, it's so nice that like I don't want to smoke weed right now. You know what I mean? Where it was like yeah. that was who I was before. It was like right. I see it with people now, and it makes me sad. Where like the drug or the alcohol is their whole identity. You know, like they're just kind of sitting around like waiting until like man, when are when is when could we fucking drink and part? And that's how I used to be. Where it was like, if I wasn't high or drunk, it was like, what are we waiting for? Like, totally. yeah, but you were always still great. Until well, yeah, because around you, like I, you know what I mean. Like I was always like happier, and you know, yeah. we were working a lot, or we we're doing this, like and good. But you know, and also you were never around at six a.m. after hours, like you know. No. A.M. 1 p.m. like this you, that wasn't your like we would go like to dinner at 9 p.m. and I'd be drinking beer and I'd be all and, right yeah and I would leave at like 2 a.m. from the club like the pussy I was 2 a.m. but you like, so when late. I was like harassing you to go to a strip club in Vegas and you were like no no and I was like come on I was like you gotta go like you I saw. think you bit me <laughs> yeah that, that sounds that sounds right Oh, gosh. I'm so glad I was never bit by you. I got to say, Backbone might be the coolest looking thing that has ever showed up to my doorstep. It, it, it looks cool. It brought back a lot of nostalgia. It fixed problems that I had, which I, I don't anymore, but I used to play games on my phone a lot. And I was like, I can't enjoy this because I, you can't be precise. You know what I mean? It's like you're not... When you're missing shots, I'm not thinking I'm missing shots. I'm blaming it on the fucking screen. I'm blaming it on I can't pinpoint exactly where I want. And now you can attach this controller to your phone. Yeah, that's right. Look, um, for those of you that have been into mobile gaming for a while, um, I don't know how you don't go and get yourself one of these. It's uh, a, a very nice piece of hardware here that attaches to your phone and allows you to play mobile games um, like your phone was a game controller. It's uh, incredibly well-made, and it works with hundreds of games that are um, compatible in the App Store. Um, and they just released a PlayStation edition uh, of the actual Backbone. It's an officially licensed controller for PlayStation. It was brought to life in collaboration with PlayStation and their design team. It's got elegant colors, materials, and finishes that are all inspired by the design of the PS5 DualSense controller all the way down to the transparent face buttons, and its visually distinctive floating appearance. I got to have them send me one of those because I'm still rocking this one here. Um, all you got to do is simply plug in your iPhone or the backbone and enjoy console quality controls as you play console games via remote play or cloud streaming services and app store games. Um, look, guys, if you guys travel a lot and you don't have a, a, you know, a, a lot of room to spare, pop one of these in your bag, and now you're gaming on a whole other level. I played uh, Call of Duty mobile on my uh, iPhone, and I got to tell you, it gives you, it makes the whole experience much, much better. I actually really despise using the touchscreen for controls. So if you're like me and you want to take your gaming to the next level, uh, get yourself a backbone. 
I wanted. So go mm-hmm. to playbackbone.com slash pajama now to order your backbone for a limited time and get free access to over 350 console games and perks. Backbone is now the official partner of Diablo Immortal. Not only is the game specifically optimized for Backbone, but you will also receive $10 of in-game perks. Find your next adventure at playbackbone.com slash pajama. You know, I think the difference is if that was me on the beach and had a joint, today I would be, man, when's that next joint? You know, I'd be planning it and I'd be like, "Mm, I'm going to go to the beach tonight and then I'm going to like bring a little J and I'm going to like sit by and I'm going to like listen to this album and I'd just be obsessing. I already, the obsession would already start to creep in. It would, it wouldn't take long. And even now, like just speaking of like, uh, I've been playing some, uh, video games recently because I've taken like, I don't know, almost a year off of rocket league and I'm starting to play it. Uh, a little bit right now and i can start to feel like oh yeah i want to do this all the time you know what i mean yeah i want to do this all and i'm and i'm busy and so i I don't get to but i can see where my mind wants to go which is to a place where it's like all i get to do is laser focus on this one activity Mm -hmm. and kind of tune out and isolate take a brain break yeah yeah. Uh, well, I was telling a friend because we had some friends over this past weekend um, in Austin visiting with their little girl, and it was Bo's birthday. He's nine, by the way, now, guys. Crazy, right? Oh, wow. Uh, happy birthday, Bo. Bo turned nine. Bo. Oh, happy birthday, Bo. You know, we did a lot of activities, and it's a lot for Jack. You know, we would go here, and then we would go swim, and then with this, and the good people there, and the baby. And he tries to keep up, but like his mind. He's always worried about everybody here. Like any, if they walked out and forgot the baby's water, he would walk out and remember it. Like he just, he watches everyone all day long. He's cutter. So a lot of the times in the weekend, I'll be like, hey buddy, go take your iPad for 30 minutes. And he'll sit wherever we are, but take it. And it's like the opposite, I think, of what happens to other kids where you're so worried about them going like brain dead and being like, oh, but like Jack needs it. Yeah. Jack needs an opportunity to just be like, like when he gets off an iPad, he's better than, you know, most kids get like weird after iPad, like Bo. Like Bo. Yeah. Jack is like so, so much like he's better when he gets off of it for a little while. It's weird. Yeah. Is it, uh, what is it? Is it the focus that he's, he just can relax. Like he's not worried. Like he doesn't have anxiety. Yeah. He's, he has no anxiety. He's not worried where Bo is. He's not worried what everybody's doing. He's not feeling anxious or he's not understanding. Like he's just fully present and, uh, yeah. iPads are great. Yeah. I wonder what that is. I, I, if I had to choose which one of those personalities I am, if it's Bo or Jack in terms of like how I respond to stimulation, like on a video game or I, I think I'm probably more like Bo where I get Me too. anxiety from the Me game. too. I get anxiety from Instagram every day. Yeah. yeah. I'm both. I'm both because like, I'm the person who's always like, you know, like I not even like watching, but I always have those thoughts of like, What's going to happen when we, wait, where are we going after this? Or like before, wait, where's that thing? Like I have that, but uh, technology gives me, makes me worse for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's why you're off the grid, baby. I can yeah. get lost in the Robbie's moment. off the grid. Yeah, Robbie's off the grid. He's in his bunker off the grid. 
That's how we drink? roll. What are you drinking at these parties? I mean, is, it just can't be just be water. You you were drinking Poland Spring at the wedding? The whole time. Didn't have any, like a treat? Not like one a, thing. A, a, wow. What's a treat? A juice? Yeah, like a non-alcoholic something. No. But the you know what's funny is how you were, you know, when we talk about like addiction and this, like the only thing I feel like I'm active, you know, it's funny because there was like a um, uh, therapist person i don't know exactly what her like title is she's a psychologist or this uh at the wedding and she's a friend who i knew from back in the day and we were talking and i'm like oh i didn't know you were doing that and she was talking about how like because i you know i saw her the day before and then during that day so we were talked we told each other our stories and this and she's been in a program for a long time and she was talking about how like you know she treats people and she tries not you know talking about how like when you have an illness or there's different illnesses, like you can't treat everyone the same. So when it's like, you know, if someone has cancer, you don't just go, oh, here's what you do. You know, you have to talk to them and what are their symptoms or what kind of cancer is or what is the, so she's like, you know, when you talk, she's like with some people want to introduce things back into their life and you go, okay, you know, maybe, may, maybe that'll be okay. Tell me, you know, maybe this is how you do it and this. And she's like, then there's some people where you, you know, you get, they want to introduce things and you go, oh, oh, like, you know, like this is going to be, yeah. Thing, but like the the one thing I feel like is like, but I guess this is just life, is like I feel like I have such an active addiction to like food where like I'm like I was at the wedding and like we ate these little things or whatever, and I'm like, is there any point in this wedding when I could run back to the house and get a brownie and then like come running back and no one will notice I was gone? And like I'm thinking about that for 30 minutes during the wedding. Mm-hmm. You know, like I'm just like I think because I have honey mamas, you know at the at at the house and <laughs> i'm like i think i could do it like i'm like i think i could run when there's like everyone was dancing on the dance floor i was like i think i could be back in like 14 minutes and i'm like mapping out this whole thing and that's how like addiction is you know yeah yeah well uh i never forget getting you those honey mamas when i got there to austin me and jamie went to uh the juice place Sun life we bought the uh, whole case of honey mamas all of them and uh, I was like, oh, man, this will last him all week. And then <laughs> I think the next day, next day, I was like, I saw you eating one. I'm like, oh, how many of those you got left? He's like, yeah, this is the last one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, wow. I was on vacation, man. Dude, no, they're good. They're good. They're good when it's the only sweet thing you eat. Oh, yeah. Uh, too. Jamie, you know what I wanted to ask you when I was at the wedding? I was thinking about this. I wanted to ask Kasim, too, about his brother's wedding. But, like, what was your favorite moment? from your wedding like with cutter with cutter yeah i feel like we like barely got to see each other (laughs) during the wedding as crazy as that sounds you know because so many people and people to talk to to i think my favorite part was that we decided to stay one more night the day after our wedding like we were going to go home that same day with everybody else and we stayed one more night we got the room for one more night and had Bo and like let our babysitter go for the weekend and like just the three of us like in bed and it that was like nice like to kind of get back to like just the three of us and kind of how you know it all started and have like this like nice kind of quiet moment after everything that was my favorite time of the weekend because you've had both like you got married without a kid then you got married when you had a kid yeah just when you said this across my mind that like do do you think a wedding means le- like my gut says less but it could be more but like you think a wedding means less 
when you already have a child? No, it meant more. Feel like family. It oh, was okay. so cool to have Bo there and like talk about him in our vows, and it just deepens your relationship. And so, and it was cool just to kind of like. I mean, he has no memory of the wedding because he was only two and a half, but like just in that moment to see him like feel like the party was for him too and see all his face. It was like the first time he could see like, oh, my family and my friends and everybody's here and they're happy and this is about my mom and dad and me. Like it was just such a cool moment to see like a little guy like experience. And, you know, he like ate it all up. He was he was like so cute and amazing. Um, I loved, I loved having him at our wedding. I think that was my favorite moment from your wedding was seeing Bo with the tuxedo and he had on like uh all-star converse, right? Yes. Yeah. And he just looked so cool. And then my Wait. other favorite part of your wedding was like when you left to walk out of her wedding party, there uh -huh. was like a, like a thing that everyone had to walk through and only like one person could walk through it. And it was like late at night and uh, like Nick Swisher, who's friends with Cutter, who's like a professional athlete. So he's a big guy is like arm in arm with your grandma and like walking her out. And the grandma was like walking with him and so happy and waving goodbye. And like this is only room for one person. And then all the rest was like a wall of like plants and trees. Yeah. And he's like walking with her and she's walking and she's going right through like where the doorway was and he's just walking into the wall. <laughs> but like he didn't have it in him to be like, hey, can you let go of my arm? So he just like walked into the wall. We were <laughs> laughing. Like it was just such a funny – because he was like smiling, waving, like pointing at the wall. He's like, I'm going in. Like <laughs> Ma's just walking. It was a great moment. Well, I mean she's 101 now. That was only eight oh, years wow. ago, my wedding. So she was, yeah, you know, in her night. Yeah crazy you're uh and then seeing you dance all night was definitely oh oh well, we had an 80s cover band called the spasmatics oh i love um, the spasmatics yeah so it was yeah. a fun time that That's, was our band i can't believe you had the spasmatics at your wedding when Those i came to visit you rock. in austin they were performing at like one of the bars by where i was staying yeah so i found out they play in austin a lot we gotta go we gotta go sure. when they're there they were great yeah they were really yeah. good. Cass, what was your favorite part of your brother's wedding? I really liked I I liked seeing all the friends. I don't know if there's one particular moment, but I this was like the first time in years that I've had almost every single friend I have in one. You know, I don't think I've ever been in a situation where every single friend I have is in one place. And since me and my brother kind of have the mostly the same friend group, it was really cool to get everyone there. It was really fun to see my mom sort of like out of the house and like be social. And uh, she looked good. She felt good. And everyone just wanted to talk to her. And she loved like talking to people. And, and uh, you know, I think she was shocked, you know, by by uh, how many people wanted to speak to her. And uh, yeah, I think it was good. You know, it was, it was really special for my parents. And that's great. You know, I don't know how many years they have hopefully it's an infinite amount but i know that this will be like a big highlight you know for us as a family so it was overall just great to see friends and great to see my mom out there holding court and uh have you seen have you seen jamie lee you know like spurring so many like iconic lines uh, yeah it was great love it do you know jamie lee 
Yeah, I was just over there. She's like knitting me a, another sweater right now. Full cashmere sweater. You know, next. Oh, can I get one? You Where know did you, it. you haven't worn your hat enough. Oh, it's haven't. so hot. It's you know what, so though? Hot. It's, it's so trendy because the bucket hats are in. And bucket Andy hats, G knew. That's, that's right. No, she's hard at work. She's got a uh, basket filled with cashmere <sighs> uh, thread. What is it I called? like Yarn? oversized. Oh, buddy. She's making me a cardigan. You're going to make her work extra. Cardigan. Yeah. <laughs> but she needs to measure you on, like, on, in person. I, you many okay. times have gone over there and she's had to just like, okay. Oh. Let's well, she it. likes oversized and you two well, are Well, I feel like, yeah. For you. I feel, yeah. If I, I'll take your size. Yeah. Okay. Just a little loose. Oh, my God. I can't bring, wait. Bring Jamie. You're the one you have the sweater next time you come see her and just let her Just give try it to it me. Yeah, let her let her try it on at least. For sure. Yeah, it's great because it's like kind of like a hoodie slash turtleneck all in one. <laughs> That's a it's spot. like a snood. What are those called? I have no idea. I have that no idea. Glorious. It's a neck. I have this gross ass. I have a zit right on where my <gasps> neckline, my t-shirt is. Is it I white? To, I tried to put on. Let me tell you that, Rob, you're going to find this absolutely disgusting. But I had to yeah, cover this already uh, do. this this wrestling event that's like a comedy wrestling show this weekend. Disgusting. And, and uh, they that's do big costumes and stuff. And so one of the before the event, we went and like looked at their little workshop where they do all the costumes. And, and one of these costumes has like just a big pig mask that's like rubber that you put on. And it, it's uh, and it's been worn by like countless you know, it's just been sweating because they wear these big old costumes and they get in the ring and then they, oh they, my they God. act out like little sketches and then they wrestle and stuff. So he's like, yeah, you should try this on. And I put it on and I, I could feel it like chafing all around my neck. Oh. And the, the next day I just get this giant zit right where it was just chafing along. But I got to tell you, there's this thing. <laughs> I know, it's disgusting. There's this event called Wrestling Pro Wrestling. It's in uh, it's in the Valley. They do it once a month, and it's put on by a bunch of comedians slash wrestlers. And it's just it's one of the wildest things I've ever seen and been it's, a part of. Is it of. like glow? It's like glow. It is. And uh, there's like, for example, there's like a, one wrestler. He's just a giant pop tart, and he can like <laughs> never get into the ring. You know, that's kind of like the whole shtick. And, oh my and god, I want to go. Oh, it's it's just it's so fun. And so me and my uh, we're we're filming a, a, a like a field package for the show. And uh, we we worked out a whole bit where I had them make like a, a fake camera so they would like somehow pull me and my cameraman into the act, like take his camera and break it. Oh, my God. And so me and my cameraman, John, got in the ring and like we kind of we we trained and practiced this move one time. But in the show, they pulled us in. I he, I get chopped. And so like I'm on the ground and then my cameraman has to come in and like save me. He take the 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 bad guy, the bad wrestler takes the, the camera and smashes it. And then my cameraman just like hulks out and he's like, oh, my oh, God. Just like and he goes in and he's like taking a bunch of hits to the face. And then we uh, uh, both do a backwards suplex uh, on the dude together, like at the same time to like roaring applause. It was, <laughs> it was one of the wildest things That's we'd ever so done. Good. But in turn, So that like, was you filmed that separate or that was during the show? We did. We did that during the show. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. And I also, yeah. I also filmed like, well? a bunch of interviews. Yeah, it was great. It was just one of those nights where 
we had a, a long night and I was all hopped up on energy drinks. I didn't get any like real good sleep. The energy drinks are, are really starting to hurt. They're turning on you. They're turning on me. I feel like a pressure on my chest. Cassim, uh, you're putting poison. I know, but here's your the body. thing. I'm, I'm past the point of no return. Where no, like, you are not. Your body can generate. Function. Look at Rob. It's like, crazy how yeah. people look at Rob. That- look at Rob's foot. It's crazy how well, people say he ran on rocks isn't. for five hours. What do you <laughs> yeah. mean? It's crazy how people say that it, it's not a drug where you're like, it's affecting your, it affects oh, it your for sure is the, it, you're addicted to it. And you're like, I have this pain in my chest. And that's like exactly. <laughs> it makes your heart race. <laughs> it does. I'm not denying that in any way. I, I know right. that it, it's not good. Uh, it's actually a gateway drug. And you but I'm saying how it. it's just like in stores, you could be 12 years oh. old and buy a six pack of, you know, whatever the, the bright oh. colors, like, Ooh, wa- sour watermelon. Yeah. I mean, it's just, we got rid of like, uh, uh, what are those vapes? Like, like flavored vapes, but then you know, we have energy drinks and all kinds of like, they've got cartoons on the side of them. They got Sonic, the hedgehog peach ring, bang energy. Like there's all these different kinds of things. They're all marketed to kids. Terrible. I think in like 15, 20 years, it'll we'll look back on energy drinks the same way that we look back like on, you know, cigarettes when they were ever when cigarettes first came out, everyone smoked them. It was cool. You smoke them everywhere. You smoked them in kids' faces. It didn't matter. And then all of a sudden they're like, oh, these things are bad. They're like giving us cancer. And then and, you know, the, the decline started happening. I think that'll probably happen with energy drinks. We'll realize, oh, you're just like putting holes in your heart and mm-hmm. uh, it's shaving off 10 years off your life. Yeah. So I'll, I got to come off of them. How much would I have to pay you right now to not touch an energy drink for the next 30 days? How much would someone have to pay? Rob you? loves this game. Love it. I love th- this shit. I would like to say it's an outrageous number, but it, you you probably wouldn't have to pay me because I, do, I don't want to do them. I do them like once a week. Another sign of times twice. <laughs> I, I would probably do it for like a hundred bucks. Do you know what I mean? Oh, wow. But, but my coffee can I'll support too. this. I'll give you a hundred bucks. If you said coffee. No, that's what I'm saying. No, oh, coffee's okay. Oh, oh, I would oh say, here we go. Here we go. No, I would no, say, no, no you said like taking drinks. alcohol away from an alcoholic. This is dangerous. His body could go into shock. I picture all that stuff the same because I don't drink any of it. So to me, okay. it's, those are all and like like coffee is an energy drink. See, I've switched to matcha and it is a much smoother wake up in the morning. I have it with oat milk, though. What's your thoughts on oat milk? Is oat milk bad for you? I, no, right. I use oat milk. It's unsweetened. And Really? Because oh, I keep hearing about this like glossophate or whatever. Oh, great! Now that now oat milk's not safe. Apparently, nothing's safe. But I had an oat, I have an oat milk matcha every morning, and I I like it much better than coffee. And you know, I loved my sweet cream coffee that I would have every morning, mm-hmm. and this is so much better, less sugar, and I don't have a jittery feeling. But I'm it, definitely wakes me up it's like a smooth wake up um here's the thing is that uh coffee would be that's cute coffee would be tough to get rid of there there is a part of my day where i like i have performance enhancing like caffeine where i i do it well you have to perform i get it and it and it helps me like i'm faster i feel like i got the energy to like hang in and then after the show, I'll crash. It's fine. It's a, but don't you think show. you could get that natural adrenaline just for performing? I don't know. I don't think, I don't know. I don't think, 
I can. Here's the thing. I can get a natural high, but that caffeine, all my best performances, this is like me when I used to drink all the most fun nights yeah. I've ever had that good drug. So it's like this. I, I, I'm only I good with girls it. when I'm drinking. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, look, I, I, I think that there's a five day detox, maybe a week long detox period when it comes to coffee. Once I make it through the other side of it, I could, I'd probably f- have a different opinion about it. But right now, daddy needs his bean juice in the morning. So that's what, what I, that's what I meant. How much would I have to, how much would someone have to offer you to no caffeine for a month? Um, five grand. Wow. We're, we're raising money in a zoo here at pajama pants. Yeah. If you're interested in donating, email us info at pajama pants podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, speaking of email, I got an email. Let's do it. You want to read read a couple of emails? Read read one because I got to go pee pee soon. Says, hey, y'all, new listener here. And I'm still going through the first episodes, but have always listened to the latest ones coming through. This question is mostly for Rob, but maybe Jamie and Cassim can also answer. I'm going through the motions of getting myself back into the gym trying to find the right way to start out getting into the rhythm slash schedule and getting over me thinking others are judging me. Rob, what was it like for you to start working out or returning to the gym post pandemic? What are some tricks that have led you to stay consistent in those days while you were getting used to it? Rob, can you give me and all your listeners a nice quote for motivation? Keep up the great work, by the way. Sincerely, Derek. Yeah. You know, I had, uh, I helped somebody, just like casually just telling them a couple of things do this and do that and talking to them through stuff to lose like 40 pounds or something. And like one of their biggest things was like, well, I don't want to go into the gym because I'm fat and I'm very out of shape. And every, I think everyone's looking at me in this. And what I said to them was like, how many people in your life have you looked at in the gym or when you're in the gym that are out of shape or whatever. And like, what are your thoughts about them? Like, what do you think? Oh, what do you good for you, dude? Right. Good for you. But also let's say it's negative, right? Let's say your thought is like, Oh, look at this fat person. Okay. So I'm like, okay. Imagine someone in the gym is thinking that about you. Now what? Like you're like, I'm like, what is the difference of somebody thinking you're fat in the gym compared to thinking you're fat? When you go to a restaurant, you have no problem going to a restaurant and eating but you have a problem going into the gym and trying to maybe fix your, what you're insecure about instead of, you yeah. know what I mean? If you were like, I That's never, point. but I'm going to go to the gym for the first time after ever leaving. I'd be like, oh, okay, I understand. But if you're like, I'm out all day doing shit, but I don't want people to think I'm fat in the gym. <laughs> like, you know, it's like, yeah, you, you gotta get over that. Totally. You're you, you, if you're going to get, ju- if people are judging you, you know, isn't the gym the place you want to be judged because there at least you have a defense of like, look, dude, I'm, I'm trying to, this is where I should be. Do you know what I mean? If you, you see, you see someone who's uh, overweight and they're at like, you know, a McDonald's or a Burger King and they've got like what looks like three, you know, uh, quarter pounders with cheese. Like, it's like, okay, dude, like you're, we're, we're witnessing your sickness. But no one's ever like, man, I don't want to go to Burger King today because uh, exactly. Yeah. But at least at the gym, you're you're trying to better yourself. You know what I mean? I don't know if that's the right thing in the whole this whole world with body positivity and all that. Uh, But, you know, since we're talking on the subject of addiction and being, you know, cognizant of it and being in the middle of it, I think 
Um, that's like seeing somebody who's addicted to, uh, you know, painkillers, but they're at the treatment center. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, you can judge that person, but they're where they probably should be instead of like somebody who's on cocaine at the club. So totally. And when somebody saw me go into the gym for the first time and I couldn't do one pull up, if they saw me just hanging there, like I was, if they yeah. saw me, you know, a year later when I was doing 13, 14 pull-ups, they'd probably be like, Oh shit. Like good for him. You know, like, wow, look at that. And by like, and by the way, they're not thinking anything I don't know. When I can't do one pull-up, they're not thinking something about me I don't know. Like, I'm not like, no, I can do five pull-ups. Like, no, the trust me. And my experience, and my experience would be different than somebody who's obviously like uh overweight, but I've I've always had great interactions with people at the gym. I remember like gym chads, like major giga chads coming over to me and being like, hey, dude, like. I've seen you uh, in here for the last few months and like, I just, that looks like you, uh, you know, you're, you're lifting much more weight. Your form is a lot better. Like good for you. Like that's amazing. I've had people just do that who are obviously in way better shape. You know, they have, there's no reason for these people to come talk to me. Uh, I admire them, you know, but they, they would come over and they'd be like, Hey man, good job. Like great work for coming in. And, and by the way, if you want, here's a, here's another exercise you could do. If you wanted to work on this one, I've, I've always had, I don't know if it's just the, my particular gym that I went to, but it was there was always great people in there. And for the most part, most people just kept to themselves, put headphones in and just like tuned out, you know, say hi, bye. And that's it. So yeah, he wants I, a quote from you, by the way. You got give him give him like one of these quotes that you'd see like on Instagram or something. You know, I made this one up recently. Just Ooh, do yeah. it. You came up with that. Yeah, that's right. And I, I go like this when I say I go, just do it. Like that. Whoa. You do yeah. just do it. Yeah, just do it. That's great. Oh, man. But like, no, so you went like this, Cass. Look, you went like yeah. that. You have to yeah. go a little higher on the last end. You go, just do it. It's not a check. You would say it's more of like a, like it's a, not a V. It's a V. It's more of like a, you know, it's a V, but one side is longer. So you go, yeah, just do it. Just do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That could catch on. I think you should. You should contact a lawyer and get that copywritten right now. Derek, there you go, buddy. Just do it. Just do it. Yeah, that was that's 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 not bad. We gotta sell posters of that or something. No, but like uh I don't know. I don't know if I have a quote as much as it's like I think the thing that helped me the most was like that moment when you're walking out of the gym. It's like that that exact moment of thinking about like how good you feel how great it is when you're eating like the food's better you don't feel as bad when you're like you know what i'm gonna eat a fucking cheeseburger today because you're like you know what like i i really just think it's like taking sometimes i literally like walk out of the gym and like as soon as i shut the door to the gym i just it's like it's like a thing of like yes like you know where it's like i'm first of all i'm done with that but second of all it's like how, what i'm doing for my body is so good i feel so fucking good right now this is allegedly like making my life longer. I, I, I don't know. But like, I just know like, and again, this is something I had talked about before, but it's like when I went into my gym and they had like, you know, 50 pound dumbbells, my head went, I'll never be able to lift those. Like, you know, and then like at the time I was lifting thirties or 35s. And then like a couple of weeks later it was forties and then it was 45s. Then it was fifties. Then I was like, Oh, I need to go to a new gym. Like I can't even go to my gym anymore. Cause I'm not. So then later in your life, when you're, 
when you have obstacles in your life or people are saying like, oh, you can't do this or you think like, I can't do this, you think your your brain, like those, I don't know if this is the correct thing, but I think like those neural pathways in your brain are switched to be like, no, I can't, you know, instead of leaning towards the like, no, I can't do that stuff. Like it's much easier to be like, I can or like I'll try, you know, like I, I know I have it in me to do stuff I think I can't do instead of just sitting around and not doing it. So, yeah, give them one one quote that would motivate somebody to hit the gym, Jamie, get like an inspirational Instagram quote off the top of your head. Only you can prevent forest fires. <laughs> oh, that's good. See, mine, mine was just do it. That's right. And no you pain, mean forest no fires. Forest Ooh. fires that are happening because your big old thighs are chafing together, causing sparks to land in the brush. How about give this guy a like, hey, you look really good today. Like, so he could, he could Have watch you been that. Have out? Yeah, yeah. Whoa, after, whoa. So if he was going to, right after hot. the gym. Okay, if could, record this, sir. Yeah, yeah. Ready? <laughs> Wait, his name's What's Derek. His name? Derek. 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 Have you been working out? Wait, I could do better. Hold on. <clears throat> Let me Such drink some actor. water. Yeah, this, this is, is getting me. Dark. This is getting me excited. Some people would charge a thousand dollars for this on camera. They should be my OnlyFans. Yeah, if it's anyone positive things send emails to us. Do you know what's possible? Look what look at what Derek's getting. Maybe I could do like a G-rated OnlyFans of this shit. Okay, hold on, mm-hmm. Derek. Have you been working out? Shit, my voice cracked again, guys. <laughs> Maybe I can't do this. Make I need strong to eye contact. Oh, with the camera. Hold on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're doing like 360s with your eyes, Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> we need you direct. Look right into the camera. Look right into Derek's soul right now. Holy fucking shit, Derek. Derek, have you been working out? Whew. Whoa. Yeah. Wow. D, D money in the house. That's, this is why I asked for more takes. I knew I had it in me, guys. Yeah, three take Jamie, they used to call her. I'm going to hit the gym right after this. I'm going to change my name to Derek, then I'm going to hit the gym. Yeah. Uh, Derek, we hope you enjoyed that. Guys, if you want to send us an email, askpajamapants at gmail.com. If you want to uh, subscribe to this pod, go ahead. Hit that subscribe button if you're watching on YouTube. If you're on Apple, iTunes, uh, go ahead and leave us that five-star review. If you're on Spotify, got to help you. I don't know what to do. We're, uh, we got a subreddit. Get it together. Yeah, r slash pajama pants podcast. We're on Instagram. We're on Twitter. We're on TikTok. Jamie and I are on all those things. Rob's off the grid. Do not try and contact him. He is deep down Leave in the bunker. Leave Just him do alone. it. Swoosh. Just How about do that, it. guys? Oh, you guys got anything? Swoosh. Love Swoosh? you both. I like that. Love you very much. Love you, Jamalee. <laughs>